going, everybody? Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is Her Soccer with Connor podcast, week six for the NWSL season. Did you watch the games last weekend? I did. I did like a good boy. I watched every. I watched four out of five, guys. Uh, today's Tuesday. I wanted to get this uh, the podcast out, so I was a good boy uh, up until the. Seattle game. I did not watch the Seattle game. I just watched the highlights on that one. A couple of nice goals in that one, and we'll we'll talk about it. Um, anywho, so um, welcome back. Um, did you get to play any soccer last weekend? I'm still waiting for that stupid. Not stupid. What am I saying? It's, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to my co-ed soccer season. Uh, I get to play some games with my girlfriend. Uh, I cannot wait, it's, but it's going to be more frustration, too, because uh, we're going to go on a, a family vacation for a few weeks, and you know, you know how the summer is, you know, you just stuff pops up on Saturdays, and you don't get to play as much soccer as you would normally during the year. Uh, anyway, um, let's see here, uh, so I'm really excited about that, I think I've got a game on Saturday of this weekend. Fingers crossed. I'll look that up. So hopefully next weekend I can tell you about how our first co-ed game went. Um, so I didn't have a game. Uh, when I talked to you guys last time, I was talking about uh, the the running that I'm that I'm gonna that I've been doing. Uh, how I'm gonna change the regiment. How I'm trying to do smaller runs more often. And I really think that's working for me. After one week, I went on uh, like three runs, and I went and, uh, played a little tennis with the girlfriend, that was good too, I tried, uh, I tried this experiment, um, I tried turning on the Nike running app, uh, to, tr- my, to, because I'm trying to catch up with my sister, my sister out, who I, who remember my sister from the week one podcast, uh, you know, we were both on the Nike running app, and we both share our, uh, running statistics with Facebook, and, um, you know, as sure as the, the sky is blue, um, if I do 3.5 miles, you know, about two hours later, somebody's done 4.5 miles, you know. So my sister runs more than me. And I was trying to catch up with her, and uh, I'm just, I'm about to just tie the phone to my dog and turn on the Nike running app and let her go play in the backyard and try to get it, get some more miles that way. But what I what I tried to do um, <clears throat> was uh, wear the uh, have my phone in my pocket and, and play some tennis with my girlfriend, and the problem with that was the app is designed, of course, for you to just be going on a run, just on a constant constant jog, and uh, all the stopping and starting that you do when you're playing a tennis match um, caused the uh, the app itself uh, to pause the workout. The little <laughs> the little automated lady came on. Probably about 40, 50 times and was, oh, your workout is paused. We're pausing your work, resuming your workout. Like, it, it, it has the sensor so it knows when you're running and when you're not. And so she was, she probably paused and resumed the workout about 40, 50 times while I was playing, <laughs> while I was playing tennis. And then, and then I was out there for over an hour and she said, you've run one mile. And I was like, that's not possible. <laughs> I, I jog a 10 minute mile so yeah for it to be over uh, over an hour for one mile was not realistic so anywho uh, but no uh, other than that I've been going on a couple of short a uh, uh, couple of just short jogs uh, what I recommend uh, is for people out there uh, to get the Nike running app why am I selling it like anyways that's the, the running app that I use and then what you do is when you go on your runs give yourself 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, 
give yourself that big of a window uh, and just and um, leave your house, jog away from your house or your residence or your apartment building or your dorm or whatever it may be. Turn on that app so it tracks you and the little voice will come on uh, and tell you once you've gotten a mile away. And once you've, a, once you've gotten a mile away, I suggest you turn on around and come on back home. And when you come back home, follow the same path that you went out, and you'll get another mile in when you come home. And then when you come home, uh, I like to jog a, uh, at, a jo- at a jogging rate for me. I do a 9 to 10 minute mile. And um, I think even if you start by walking that, just walk a mile out and walk a mile back. And then um, you're not required to, to share your, your statistics on uh uh, on social media or anything like that, but that that can get you at a good start, a uh, good starting point. And what I what I do now is, you know, I'll re, uh, you know when she comes on while I'm listening to my music, when the, uh, the 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 female voice from my my app comes on and tells me that I've gone one mile, then I'll just I'll look down the street. You know, I just jog around uh, neighborhood roads, um, and I'll look down the street and I'll say, you know, I'm gonna, I know about this, you know, this cul-de-sac that's four intersections down and I'll, you know, let's go down four more, four more intersections. Let's do that cul-de-sac and come on back. And, and before you know it, you, you've done two and a half miles. And, um, and this morning was my, and I've had perfect weather, by the way, for these runs. I've been going out real early about five, five, right around five thirty, six in the morning. I've been going out and the sun hasn't even been up yet. You feel like you're in the Rocky movie in, in a good way and in a bad way because, you know, you feel like you're sick to your stomach and eating raw eggs and, you know, all that shit. But, um, but uh, man, the, it's been overcast, so it's just been cool, and it's just been dumping this thin little mist on me while I'm, while I'm out there running. I mean, it's just been perfect. And, um, and I felt great on uh, the last run that I did, which was yesterday morning, felt really good. Um, had the dog with me, and we did uh, just set the the goal. wasn't the goal. It was just what I was going to do. The plan wasn't the goal. I don't even. I don't believe in setting goals right now. I believe in just having plans. The plan was to just do two miles, and because I organically felt like it, I extended it to three point five, and um, and I'm still and I don't feel run down. I don't. I didn't run myself to death. Um, and I'm still, and I still have that hunger and desire to get to uh, to go run again and keep myself in shape so I can dominate on the co-ed soccer pitch. Okay, so th- uh, that was all that. Um, okay, and then I know you know I I sometimes occasionally will listen to my my podcasts after I produce them occasionally and uh, try to improve these things uh, as I move forward week to week. Uh, and my big improvement this week is that I'm going to quit touching the goddamn microphone. Excuse my French. I'm going to quit touching the microphone. It, it, it's when I'm, uh, I'm trying to do a better job of taking notes during the games of the players, um, the goalkeepers, and, and, and you know the key people that I want to talk about. And therefore, so I'm not thumping around on the phone and, and causing all the clickety uh, sounds uh, during the podcast. So my apologies for last week. I was I went to the phone like a lot of times last week and it, and it ended up being uh, what I considered a distraction. Okay, so let's get to the games. Uh, the four that I watched, I started off with the very first game uh, was uh, my Houston Dash, uh, still playing without Carly Lloyd, 
And I don't know when she's going to come back. It was three to six weeks. She's not playing in the... Or is she? She's going to try to play in the Olympics. But she's still she's still not back. Not sure when she's going to come back. Um, so there's no Carly Lloyd still. And um, still a good game. Uh, the very first game was... The very first game these two squads played was the uh, the Orlando opener. Which I said was okay that Orlando won three to one. And I'm I'm going to stand by that. Um, that that was good for an expansion team uh, to have a strong home opener. However, it wasn't good for my Houston Dash to get swept. Uh, by, by don't they play? Do they, are they going to play again? Um, I'm not sure. But the, I think they just play every. Doesn't you just you just play each team at home and each team away? But that would only lead, give you 18 games. And they do 24 games. Or they do 24 weeks. I'm curious to know if these two teams play again. I'm not. I'll look that up later. Um, but so far, um, yeah, Orlando has beaten Houston two games in a row. Um, the, in the 20th minute, I noticed something that commentators didn't say anything. And I, and when the result is a one nil loss, uh, that's when these types of moments uh, get magnified for me. Um, and if she, she's not listening, but number 11, uh, she wishes she does, or she did, or she Anyways, number 11, uh, Janine Becky for uh, the Houston Dash. I'm talking, this was in the 20th minute. I'm talking wide open. I mean, you know, when you just start making that noise, you don't even say ball, you don't say here, you don't say I'm open. You just start making those just like like freakish tribal, like jungle pregnancy noises. As you're running down the field when you're literally as open as Janine Becky was. Wide open. And uh, who and Denise O'Sullivan, you're wonderful. I hate to bring your name up in this light, but Denise Sullivan had it on her right foot and just didn't look over to her left. Shouldn't have had to look over to her left because Janine Becky should have been having a fucking baby on the field because she was so open. I mean, Like, it should have been all that. And uh, she didn't get the ball. Houston didn't score. They got clean cheated, and they lost 1-0. Uh, let's talk about the goal, as we always love to do. Oh, great shot. Great shot. Kristen Edwards. Or, I'm sorry, Edmund, uh, Edmonds. Excuse me, not Edwards. Edmonds. Uh, this was her first ever professional goal. Got a nice assist uh, from uh, Sanderson. Sanderson, I like how you play, girl. You know, uh, something about the blonde mohawk, uh, you know, uh, on an African-American uh, girl, just it, it's working for and then And she's just got so much character on the ball uh, when, when she gets it. And, and uh, <clears throat> I mean, she just looks like a fun teammate to play with. And, uh, you know, and, and this was in the, you know, this is the 81st minute, and it was still 0-0. Zero, zero. And, you know, as, as an offensive player, right about the 80th minute, you're just kind of feeling like, you know, you're banging your, your head against a tree and nothing's happening. And, uh, you know, and I give it to Sanderson for just still keeping it simple. You know, she has the ball on the left-hand wing about 35 yards out. And then she just gives a simple ball, just a simple pass, simple square pass into the middle of the field. And uh, Kristen Edmonds had, had a nice first touch uh, outside the uh, outside the eight, 18 on the right-hand side and rips a shot, goes goes uh, in off the crossbar uh, on the left-hand side of the goal, uh, and uh, that ended up being uh, being the game winner, uh, 1-0 Orlando over Houston. Uh, we'll talk about what that did with the standings. 
It did not help Houston. It did help Orlando. But we'll talk about the full standings at the end. <clears throat> uh, the second game, game two, was the uh, Western New York Flash and the Sky Blue FC. Okie dokie. NWSL production crew. I don't know who the audio guy was. I don't need his name. I don't need his phone number. Uh, but... I'll kill the man if I ever meet him, and I and and that's not uh, we're not making this isn't this is I know it's a funny podcast and I make funny I'm killing the audio guy if I see him in person I will drop what is ever in my hands and I will take my bare hands and I will chase him the fuck down excuse my language okay I don't know if you tried to watch this video on YouTube you might you might notice my little detective soccer-loving friends, that on YouTube you can't find highlights of Western New York Flash versus Sky Blue FC. Hmm, I wonder why that is. Hmm, I wonder why that is. Could it be? Because for the first 25 minutes of this match, we heard the NWSL audio intro theme Again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And that thing is maybe 25 seconds long. And we heard that thing for 25 minutes straight. Again and 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 again. Oh my god! It was it was so so bad. And I'm and this is me. This is I feel like I don't know if you've ever seen Days of Thunder and you remember Randy Quaid's part, but. I've got, I'm having a dinner party. I've got a couple of friends over. I'm trying to in- introduce them to the NWSL. We're working on a puzzle. We've just had dinner. We're all having drinks. You know, I'm, and then as Randy Quaid says, you know, I'm, I'm kissing babies and I'm hugging mothers. And what do we do? We look like a monkey fucking a football out there. That's what we do. Because I'm putting on the NWSL game in the living room and I'm letting the audio fill the room and I think I'm going crazy because yes, I've heard that intro song a thousand times. Like every time you go to the YouTube NWSL channel, that intro song will play with a little intro video. It just starts up, you know, and of course it's just real abrasive as it begins. It's just that, you know, that big drum beating, and then it goes into that cheap techno shit, whatever that is. Oh my God. 25 straight minutes of that song. And then, of course, of course, you just... Of course, it wasn't a boring soccer game for this to happen. Of course, there was three goals that occurred during this time that we could not hear. I mean, we could hear everything. It just... Wah! Wah! The, oh, 25 minutes straight. Okay. Okay. Did I, did I, did I peek that one to death? I'm Okay. I hope he still has a job, but if I see the man, I'm killing him. Okay, the final of that game, I can't even talk about that game. And I would tell you to go watch the highlights, but you can't watch the highlights. Do you know why you can't watch the highlights? Because they can't chop those three first goals together, because if they do, they'll have like little bits of audio from that theme all over the place. It'll be, what? You know, that cheap techno stuff. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, man. Week six, I understand, like, week one. Remember week one, I was joking. I was like, hey, the scoreboard's popping on and off, and we don't know what we're doing, but hey, it's week one. We're going to we'll get it worked out. It's week six, everybody. Week six. Let's get it together. I've learned not to touch the microphone on my phone. That's what, how, what I'm learning. This guy needs to learn not to play the theme for the first 25. I beat it to death. I'm sorry. Okay, let's move on. <sighs> Jessica McDonald scored the first goal in the fifth minute. 
it was a lovely header from a corner kick from uh, Jalene Hinkle. Is that G, G, it's J-A-E-L-E-N-E. I don't know. Jalene? Jalene? Jalene. Sorry. Hinkle. Last name's easy. Last name's Hinkle. That made it 1-0. Um, let's see here. Then there was the... Uh, the second goal, a lot of the goals were uh, due to, uh, I am going to talk about this game, I was lying earlier, a lot of the goals were due to poor defensive headers, like they just couldn't, like they would clear it, but they wouldn't clear, you know, they would just clear it, but it would still remain in the 18, they'd get, they would get first to the ball, uh, but just not make the proper, uh, the proper clearance, and uh, when you're playing against, uh, you know, a good squad, uh, they can capitalize on, on, on those types of mistakes. Uh, which was basically the uh, the goal for uh, let's uh, that uh, Hinkle crossed in and uh, and then there was a, a header uh, by the defender uh, Nikki Stanton. Love you, Nikki. Sorry to bring it up like that. And then uh, but Samantha Mewis then got her head on it because I don't even think that header even barely left the six on that goal, and uh, and that that made the score two nil. Um, let me see here. Then the 23rd goal. I'm trying to remember it from my notes. Let's see here. Assist by Doniak? Marinsky Doniak. Lynn Williams. Goal by Lynn Williams. She had a nice one-touch finish. Right foot. Far post. It was a nice little... And then it was an oh and oh that's right and Jessica McDonald made the dummy run yeah 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 that was yeah yeah that was just a really good cross you put it on the ground and like and the placement was just perfect uh, uh, the far post uh, the far post finish by Lynn Williams uh, was on the ground and and uh, the keeper never had a uh, keeper never had a chance and that keep and that keeper was uh, Caroline Stanley bless her heart she just got uh, worked on in the first half. 25th minute, uh, they finally fixed the audio, and I was happy about that. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jessica McDonald got a goal um, from, uh, oh, she cleaned up the, uh, the header that hit the corner, uh, that hit the, what'd she do? Hits post, McDonald cleans up, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a header from a corner kick, um, and uh, Elena Kennedy, I guess, was the header. She got the uh, assist because it went off. I guess it went off the post, and McDonald cleaned it up. Anyways, didn't review this game enough because of the audio situation. Um, but then, oh my God, Kelly O'Hara's goal probably goal of the week for me. I'm thinking it, just because uh, it was such a big goal. Uh, O'Hara gets it at, at the left uh, 18, uh, cuts it back to her right foot, and just and just like just rips it. You think that she's kicking it, you know, 75 yards. And uh, this thing just she rips it and it gain it goes up about goes up to about f- like ten feet in the air and then it just remains at that level and uh, and scores into the far post as it dips down. So great goal from her. Um, so definitely check that. There's no highlights, so guys. Here you go. This is what you're gonna have to do. You have to pull up the full game because they they're not gonna do the highlights. You're gonna have to pull up the full game and then you're going to have to um, go to the 54th minute. To uh, to watch that one, 
Then uh, I want to give uh, some props to D'Angelo, uh, the keeper for Western New York. She made a great save right after that happened. 56th minute, she was in a one-on-one with uh, Galton, uh, Leah Galton, and made a great save. That would have made it 4-2 to two with lots of soccer left on the clock, and the momentum would have totally shifted back to sky blue. And uh, she came up with that save, and uh, that ended up um, later um, there was a goal uh, uh, Michaela Hahn uh, got her first pro goal uh, in the 60th. Congratulations to her. And, um, and there was a, a garbage PK later in the 84th, which made the final 5-2. to two. Alrighty. My girlfriend just texted, so I'm going to pop off for just a second. Hang on. Okay, I'm back. Um, she just texted. I'm going to go have dinner. going to go have some wings with uh, the family real quick, and then I'll finish this up, guys. I'm back. Uh, it's actually Wednesday morning now. Uh, I... <laughs> Had a few beers with the wing dinner last night and uh, decided, I was thinking about it, I was about to finish the podcast with a few beers in me, but I decided against it. So, uh, good morning everyone, we're going to wrap this up and get this thing posted. Um, the next game I watched was the uh, the Portland Thorns versus the Washington Spirit. This was an awesome game, guys. This was, you You got to check out the highlights on this one, if not watch uh, watching the whole game. Uh Portland, by far, has the best atmosphere in the NWSL. Orlando, you're just too new right now. You're, 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 you're fighting. Uh, let's see your attendance uh, numbers for your next game at home. But uh, 15,800 people came out for this game in Portland. And so, you know, which just the, the stands were packed. The, the, the atmosphere was just, absolutely, was just absolutely awesome. And then uh, in the uh, 59th minute, uh, they uh, went to the Jumbotron, and Damian Lillard uh, was in attendance at the soccer game, which was really cool. Um, for those of you that don't know, he's a point guard. He plays basketball uh, for the uh, Portland Trailblazers, the professional NBA uh, franchise that's out in Portland. Uh, so uh, much love to Damian Lillard for coming out and uh, supporting the NWSL. Uh, you know, he's in a top-tier league, uh, and it's Wonderful exposure, and it was wonderful support that he came out and uh, and showed some love uh, for his local uh, soccer soccer team. Um, anyway, so as far as the game goes, and uh, this game, uh, Tobin Heath came back from her uh, temperamental uh, double yellow card, red card situation, so she was back, and I knew Washington was in trouble when not only Tobin was back. But they got back uh, Christine Sinclair, the great Canadian Sinclair, who was out for the longest time with an Achilles injury. She was back. So you got Sinclair and Tobin Heath both hungry and back on the pitch after uh, both of them had missed a game. or t- uh, missed, uh, Tobin Heath just missed one game. Obviously, Sinclair missed multiple games. So I knew that they were both going to be chomping at the bit. And... Um, the first goal came uh, in the 27th minute. A nice corner kick by Tobin Heath and uh, uh, Lindsay uh, Horan uh, finished it. Very nice. 32nd was a tough break uh, for Washington. Uh, I don't think Washington ever had a chance to win this game, um, which is why I think uh, Portland is, even though they're in third place in the standings, we'll get to that in a second, um, I think they're looking, uh, as long as they can stay healthy with Sinclair and Toby Heath, uh, Tobin Heath, I... Uh, don't I, I see them as my front runner right now based off this game? Because uh, uh, going into this game, mind you, Washington was undefeated. Washington did not uh, have any defeats coming into this game, 
And uh, this game, I forget the final, and like an idiot, I didn't write it down. Uh, but it was, I believe, four, multiple goals to like one goal. It's like four to one, something along those lines. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Um, what happened? Oh, and then after, the, the second goal was a tough one. Uh, the, the ball came in on a through ball. The keeper tried to clear it. Um, that was at Stephanie LeBay, and unfortunately she kicked it right off the, the shoulder of her own uh, defender, Alyssa Kleiner. Went off, of her, uh, went off of her shoulder and into the net. Nadia Nadim was uh, giving some good pressure uh, during that play, and uh, that resulted in a goal, uh, an unfortunate own goal, and that gave a lot of momentum to Portland, that two-goal cushion. Love having that insurance when you have a lead. Getting that second insurance goal is, is always massive. And then finally, what I thought, was, I mean, and what was basically the dagger of the match was uh, Sinclair playing a beautiful through ball to Tobin Heath uh, to make it 3-0, to and, uh, make it 3-0 just before half. And uh, that was uh, just the two of them working together on the same wavelength is going to be very dangerous for the rest of the league moving forward. Um, the 55th minute, though, never given up. Uh, the uh, Washington spirit showing great spirit. The almost on par with um, O'Hara's goal. This one might be a little bit better. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Dunn crossed it to Loman, uh, who scored just a wonderful header in the fifth, and it was just one uh, in the fifty-fifth, and it was just one. And I wrote down "ooh" because that's what I, when they scored it, I went "ooh." It's a game again. I think that made it three-one at that point. That's correct. And then. Um, uh, then I saw Damian Lillard on the Jumbotron once again. Love him. Um, Klingenberg, man, she plays some good defense. That girl is great, man. She uses her body. She lets, like, I saw her in the 77th. She had a nice moment where she used her body to, you know, just shield off the forward to let the ball roll out of bounds for a goal kick. And she, you know, she's taking elbows and getting knocked on her ass. And that's what the best part to do as a defender is to take those tough challenges where you know 9 out of 10 soccer players are going to be upset by the way that they're being physically handled on the field. But if you can keep your composure and, and not show that offensive player that you're upset in any way, shape, or form, and uh, if you can reach that level to where you understand that, that soccer, like these professionals have, that soccer is this game of physical engagement and people are going to try to push you and they are going to try to um, even do uh, physical tactics towards your body that are illegal and not part of the game just to get that ball and go score. But you give a rise to your opponent if you let them know or let them see that the physical, uh, what they're doing to you physically is affecting your emotions. And Klingenberg is just classic poker face the entire match. You could, you could just, it just seems like you could just take a two by four to the back of her head on a soccer field and she would just, and she would get up, not even look at you any different and just go on about her business. And that must drive her opponents crazy. Anywho, wanted to give, uh, wanted to give a quick uh, shout out to her. She's been playing some great ball. Um, and then in the 79th minute, Awesome goal, uh, uh, Meg Morris. Uh, she got a nice through ball, got it over on the, the left-hand side. And I love seeing right-footed people do this. I, I know a lot of lefties are good at this. I'm good at, at this as a lefty. Uh, but she, she shoots a low shot with the outside of her right foot from the left-hand side and just curls that ball away from the keeper the whole time. And then it just sneaks in the far post. And she just... and. 
uh, like celebration of the week goes to her because she was so enthused to get that goal. Probably, um, was it her first? Don't know if it was her first ever professional goal, but damn, the celebration was awesome. Uh, she just came, um, came running over to the bench and just piled in and, and celebrated with all the substitutes and, and, and the people on the bench and her coaches. And then came and then and then just as, as aggressively as she went into the pile, she she plowed. You know, she used her arms like machetes and just got back out there again, so the crowd could see that it was just her and her that scored. And it was uh, it was a great celebration. I was really happy for her. And I don't even know the chick. Anywho, um, so that was how it ended. Four one. Nice game. Uh, the next game, woo! The next game, the Boston Breakers versus FC Kansas City. FC Kansas City, uh, tough stretch. They're in a slump. You know, you don't win two back-to-back championships and then and then start off like they start off and not call it a slump. I don't know how to fix it. They need to get something going in the midfield. They need to. They uh, did not score any goals in this match, and and they uh, had they were called off for offsides about. A dozen times, ten, ten times, a dozen times. Too many offsides calls. They're just not. The talent is there. The desire is there. It's just a matter of getting in sync with each other. Uh, Nicole Barnhart's playing her ass off back there. She's one of the top keepers in the league, and and she deserves better offense in front of her, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but let's not make this game being upset for Kansas City. Let's switch the focus to being hap hap happy for the Boston Breakers. Uh, congratulations, Boston. First win of the season. You know, gets that momentum going. Gets you off the schneid. The whole deal. Gets you on the board. Uh, nice goal. 18th minute. It was from a set piece, so they still haven't scored from open play. But, hey, it was a goal. Um, Christy Mewis uh, crossed in a nice corner kick. Went far post. Just kind of went over everybody except uh, Whitney Engen. And uh, she headed it in. And it was, uh, it was rejoice. And that was in the 18th minute. Uh, and really the only, um, the only real choice I saw Kansas City had, uh, was in the 36th, uh, uh, Mandy, uh, uh, Mandy Laddish had a, a one-on-one with the keeper in the 36th, and that was saved by, uh, Libby Stout, which kept the, uh, kept the Kansas City team scoreless, and, uh, kept the one nil lead intact, and that was in the 36th. Uh, uh, they almost made it 2-0 in the 39th. Uh, Barnhart made a nice one-on-one save um, versus uh, Brooke Elby. And uh, so that was, uh, they, uh, that was close. And like I said, just uh, not a whole lot happened in the second half. Um, Boston just hang, you know, played, played smart, held on to that lead. And Kansas City, once, once again, just couldn't really get anything going offensively. All those offsides calls and the final on that one was 1-0. Okay, game five. Unfortunately, guys, this is where uh, I only got to see the highlights. Uh, the weekend just passed me by, so I had to just go highlights on this one. Hope Solo not uh, not available to keep uh, for this game. They used uh, Haley Kaltmeyer. Felt bad for her, you know, because she uh, ended up losing two to one. So uh, that that's a toughie. And the um, uh, the goals just kind of came back to back. Uh, the fifty fifth, uh, Kristen Press, uh, who I think who's I'm leaning towards MVP right now. Uh, with all the goals she scored early on in the season, and and uh, her pace, uh, she's just a constant threat out there uh, for defense, and uh, she helped uh, cause the first goal. She gets the ball um, into the 18 uh, over on the left-hand side and tries to do, tries to curl it with her right foot around the keeper uh, to the keeper's left-hand side, 
and uh, Haley Kuttmeyer made a fantastic save, just just sprung to the ball and uh, and deflected the shot. Uh, unfortunately, she deflected it right to uh, Jen Hoy, who uh, just simply tapped the ball into the net uh, after the great save, and that put um, uh, Chicago up one nil. And uh, and it was just in. Uh, and it just seemed, the, the Seattle squad just seemed overly discouraged at the fact that they were down 1-0. 1-0 uh, is not the end of the world, but it, it looked like from their their body language after that first goal, it might as well have been uh, 5-0, uh, the way that they were carrying themselves. So it was no surprise that um, uh, in the 67th, uh, a nice over-the-top through ball um, came from uh, Vanessa uh, DiBernardo. Bernardo, excuse me if I'm not saying that right, uh, and once again to Jen Hoy, she's got the, she had the confidence from the first goal, took it in one-on-one -on, -one on the keeper and, uh, and, and scored, and that was in the 67th, that made it 2-0, and, and at that point, uh, Seattle's players pretty much resigned uh, to, to taking the loss. Uh, they got a PK in garbage time and made it 2-1. Uh, so having said that, let's take a look at the standings after week six. So after Seattle loses 2-1, to one, that's going to drop them to 6th place, uh, tied with Houston and Sky Blue FC, all with 7 points. And uh, your top four, Washington Spirit, with their 13 points they had coming into the week, are still in 1st place. They're now tied with Chicago, who got, uh, who got 3 points in their victory at 13 points, tied, um, tied for 3rd place. Are the Portland Thorns who are looking so strong, and the Orlando Pride who are always looking good with uh, with Alex Morgan uh, running up top, and that both of those teams, Portland and Orlando, have 12 points, and then just beneath them, uh, by themselves, you have uh, the Western New York Flash in fifth place with nine points. Then you have the three teams uh, tied for set uh, tied with seven points at Seattle, Houston, and New Jersey, and. Um, Final. And then uh, at the bottom of the table, you have FC Kansas City with only two points off two draws, and Boston Breakers in ninth place, getting their first three points of the season, moving them up into ninth place, and hopefully carrying that momentum uh, with them uh, moving forward. All right, so an interesting season of NWSL soccer so far. Obviously, big uh, biggest surprise so far is FC Kansas City, uh, two-time defending champion and, and dead last in the standings. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, so, uh, looking forward to this week's games, and, um, and I'm uh, really excited about the rest of this uh, NWSL season. Thank you again for listening, you guys, and we will see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Special thanks goes to MonkeyMan535 for the song Happy Music, provided by freesound.org.